Muli Bawanji from Stony Hill. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 24th of March 2020. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. First, in health news, after a case of polio was detected in February on Sunday the 20th of March, the Minister of Health, Kumbaisi Kododo Chimponda, launched a supplementary immunization campaign against polio. The launch was held at Chilike Secondary School grounds in Lalongwe District. This marks the first round of the mass campaign, which will run from the 21st to the 24th of March. Its aim is to interrupt circulation of the polio virus by immunizing every child under five years of age with four doses of the oral polio vaccine, regardless of the child's previous immunization status. Each child receives one dose every month up to June. The campaign is targeting 2.0 million children. Health workers and volunteers will deliver the vaccine using door-to-door methods. Moving on, a shocking report from the Anti-Corruption Bureau, ACB, shows that corruption is worsening under the leadership of President Chakwera. The report highlighted a number of statistics, the most prominent being how over 1,200 corruption compliance were recorded in 2020 to 2021, a figure that represents a 90% increase from the previous year, 2019 to 2020. The report further revealed that the current statistics are similar to the Cashgate period, which happened between 2014 and 2018. Cashgate is the country's biggest financial scandal in which billions of public funds were stolen by businesspersons and public offers. The ACB attributed the rise in cases to increased awareness of the masses, but also admitted that Malawi is losing its fight against corruption. As though to attest to the report, news of a financial scandal broke out. Locals are infuriated with what is being called the Tollgate scandal. On Tuesday the 22nd, news came in that six workers from the Roads Fund Authority, RFA, had been stealing money at the Chingeni and the Kalenyek Tollgates by issuing duplicate receipts to motorists. When motorists pay at the Tollgate, they are given a receipt. So the criminals created their own fraudulent copies of the receipt books and used them when stealing money from the motorists. This means the funds would not reflect in the original receipt books and the motorists will still get their receipts without suspecting anything. The spokesperson for the RFA, Masuko Noaluko, confirmed the fraud and said that the six criminals have been arrested. Social media reports indicate that about 25 million kawacha, which is roughly $31,000, were embezzled in this scam. However, Nawaluko dismissed the rumors, citing that a definite amount is yet to be revealed as investigations are still underway. The toll gates opened a little over six months ago. The development was frowned upon by the citizenry, who believed that the setting up of toll gates was a scheme for politicians to embezzle public funds. Such news then only fuels the public's assumptions. In more positive financial news, locals can expect the reduction of cooking oil prices. The Ministry of Trade and Industry announced that cooking oil manufacturers agreed to reduce the price of this commodity effective April 1st. This is following the government's removal of the 16.5% value-added tax it had imposed on cooking oil last May. The Ministry of Trade and Industry has made the announcement after convening a meeting with players in the industry. The Minister of Finance, Sustan Goenge, said each company will report to the Ministry of Trade and Industry how much they have reduced the price of cooking oil due to the removal of the VAT, VAT. The ministry also said that should there be persistent escalation of prices on the market, 
the government will consider allowing more importation of cooking oil to stabilize the prices. Another commodity whose VAT was removed is water. Conglomerate Press Corporation Limited has sold one of its subsidiaries, People's Trading Center PTC Limited, to a South African-based firm, Tafika Holdings Limited, THL. The sale was made due to an 18 million kawacha debt with suppliers, which is approximately $22,000. Inside sources revealed that the debt dates back to 2013. A memo dated March the 11th indicates that THL had signed a sale and purchase of shares agreement with PCL to acquire 100% shares in PTC. It further indicates plans to rejuvenate the business by, among other things, adopting e-commerce solutions and providing customer-centric services in its outlets. There was a sadness among the citizenry following this news because for most, this feels like a loss of a company that defined a lot of memories from the past. Other beloved companies like Southern Bottlers and Unilever were sold to international companies and failed to maintain the standards that many Malawians had grown accustomed to. There are fears that this will be the case with PTC as well. On Monday the 21st, barely a week after appointing a new chief justice, President Chakwera appointed seven new judges to the High Court. Chief Justice Resign Mixi Kamanda announced that the new judges will help deal with the backlog of cases, which have been quite problematic at the High Court for months now. The president has also hinted at establishing a financial crimes court to fast-track prosecution of financial crime cases. In similar news, the University of Malawi, UNIMA, has appointed a new vice chancellor, Professor Samson Sajidu, will be replacing Al-Mantinji, effective 1st of April. Professor Sajidu is the 10th vice chancellor of the university. The Balandri City Council, BCC, is advising all business owners operating to renew their business license by March 31st. BCC said that due to the government's new financial year, all business license will expire this month and not in June. The council revealed that it is expecting to renew approximately 7,800 business licenses. On Monday the 21st, the National Council for Higher Education, NCHE, released a statement announcing the temporary suspension of some diploma and degree programs for the DMI St. John the Baptist University. The suspensions apply only to the Mongolchi campus. The NCHE announced that upon inquiry to answer to allegations of administrative and academic malpractices at DMI, they discovered that the university was non-compliant with the NCHE's minimum standards in some areas. Due to these findings, the NCHE decided to suspend the Diploma in Education and Bachelor of Education degree programs. In addition to that, the school is not allowed to enroll any new students for the Diploma and Bachelor's degree programs until all identified concerns are resolved. DMI is required to submit an improvement plan within 21 days, renew their accreditation for selected programs, as well as address gaps in criteria for student admission, assessment administration, and staff recruitment processes. Locals deem the press release ill-timed as students from DMI graduated on Wednesday the 23rd. Many say the statement should have come out at least a week after graduation. Moving on to entertainment news. On Friday the 18th, organizers of local live shows released a press statement informing all live show patrons of new and higher gate entry fees. 
The statement said that starting from the 1st of April, the entry fees for live shows will have a minimum standardized price of 5,000 kwacha per head, which is approximately $6. They said the new price also applies to venue owners who hire artists on their own as well as artists who organize their own shows. They attributed the increase in the entry fees to the increased cost of hiring artists and advertising. They also said the artist's accommodation and transportation has become more expensive as well. Before the upward adjustment of the gate entry cost, the price for attending live shows typically range between 1,000 and 2,000 kawacha, between $1 and $2 approximately. The prices had not been adjusted for the past seven years, although the general cost of living and organizing shows has drastically increased over the years. This means that many show organizers have been operating at a loss. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. If you have been listening to us for a while and have added our updates to your weekly schedule, what would you change about them? What role do they play in your life? Why do you listen to them? What do we have that other shows don't? What do we lack? Let us know by emailing us at podcast at warshock.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rorschach Malawi. Pintani Bueno. Thank you.